0: <laughs>
1: That's his story in sticking to it.
2: Hello everyone and welcome to another edition of Films on Trial. This week, The Predator. I'm Gav. I'm Alex. I'm Joel. I'm Dave. And I'm Austin. And just like the Predator you'll never see us coming <laughs> uh.
0: <laughs> wow. that's, that's sinister the, that's
2: the tagline
0: that's the tagline the
2: yeah, or alternatively, just like The Predator, if it bleeds, we can kill it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, right? <mate>, Even if- <laughs> more sinister. <laughs> if you've never heard this show before, basically we take a film and we put it on trial. It's as simple as that. However, there'll be a whole host of other hilarious shenanigans, including a caption contest, a quiz, some biffy impressions, terrible xylophone playing, and a whole lot of banter, so please do stick around. Just a note to say that if you haven't watched The Predator yet, <laughs> why not? so uh, we'll find out (laughs) (laughs) no we won't uh but you can probably just fast forward to our fun quiz at the end of the show or just come back to this once you actually have seen the film so before we kick things off let's discuss our last bonus episode that we did last month which was the meg and the judge for that was joel and you decided to place it on the hit list you've since watched the film did you place it on the right list
3: um, my only criticism of the film really is that it's not long enough I just absolutely <laughs> love I absolutely loved it and it like I watched the Meg 2 and the Meg 3 I hope they make it a franchise to be honest
0: oh my god I, I you know you, you.
2: You know, we've got to kind of, if we don't like a film and we're supposed to be defending it, we're supposed to kind of lie. That is like the worst thing I've ever done on this podcast, to be honest. Yeah, you, like, it you just left, it? left such a bad taste Had such sleepless nights. It was just like <laughs> one of those things that like, it was, it was like I sh- I shat in a bed and then I just got into in that it. bed. I've <laughs> had to lie That's in it. your life <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed it. I thought it was all right. Really? Yeah, it was definitely uh,
4: the best shark movie this year.
2: <laughs> <laughs> now before we move on to the bulk of the show we like to do a little news section so hang on guys <laughs> I'm Hang, hang I'm on gonna, for yeah, how yeah, long? No, no, I've got it this Go time I Means does anybody hear that? <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I don't get
1: I, it. I thought it was somewhere over the rainbow for a second. It's not fucking it? somewhere <laughs> over the rainbow. Maybe it's just a xylophone.
2: Makes it, it sound yeah, like that. Maybe yeah, yeah. it was, maybe, the, it was maybe. the theme from
4: Predator. Well, it's supposed to be, but, you know, obviously... Maybe the theme from Predator is actually Somewhere Over the Rainbow, but because you just (laughs) put it through, like, a synthesizer and, like, really make it dark and... I would love to see that that (laughs) version of
2: Somewhere Over the Rainbow as sung by the Predator. (laughs) 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 Anyway, so what we do here is we all go around in a circle and we discuss the most newsworthy topics of the week. So, first up, I think it's on to dave with his uh, weekly obituary dave- it's not a weekly thing
0: <laughs> i've not done one for
1: a while uh yes as gav said a little bit of sad news from hollywood burt reynolds has sadly passed away hollywood legend movie icon half decent actor just <laughs> 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 any thoughts gentlemen any any tributes you'd like to pay at the altar of reynolds
5: i was sort of just surprised i just always thought burt, burt reynolds would be around somehow you mm-hmm. know so i'm quite sad
1: yeah, it's a bit
2: disappointing because he was just recently cast in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, you know, Tarantino's new film. And it's. I imagine they probably didn't get around to finishing his, his part. Or, or did I, he, do you know?
1: I don't think he even started it, to be honest oh, with really, you. Yeah, it, bit
2: of a, a lucky break there, I think, for Bert.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Too soon to say.
2: <laughs> no, I just think it would have been nice just for him to appear in one last Hollywood blockbuster, considering mm. he was one of the greatest movie stars of all yeah. time in, in the core. You know, but the sort of... Uh, <laughs> Sorry, my, 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 Sorry, my, my, just, my eyebrows distracted you. Your favorite <laughs> favorite. <laughs> <laughs> the greatest
5: movie. I like Bert Reynolds, but he's maybe not yeah, the greatest no, but movie. He, star he, he of all did time.
2: earn a lot of money at the box office, though. Essentially, anybody who lived in the South of America would just go and see a Bert Reynolds film, no matter what he was in. So. Yeah. It's almost like me and Ozzy with The Rock. (laughs) It doesn't matter what he was in, like giant gorillas, fallen buildings, we'll go and watch it.
4: They were good films. (laughs) Don't care care what list they're on. They were good films.
2: Okay, so uh, just moving on, Alex, uh, you wanted to talk about something as well, didn't you?
5: Yes, uh, recently um, Mark Wahlberg released his schedule, his uh, daily routine, and it was pretty funny, I thought, to be honest. Um, (laughs) Yeah. He apparently gets up, uh, I don't really know why he shared it, I don't, know, I don't really know at all why he did it, but apparently he gets up at 2.30am, then has a prayer at 2.45am, and then basically uh, uh, just had, like works out for an hour, and then by the time it's kind of normal time to get up, he's already had two meals basically. At 9.30 there's a bit where he's having cryo-chamber recovery. It's just all a bit. It's it's pretty nuts if you see it. It's it's not how I imagine an A-lister to live. Basically,
1: how many hours sleep does he get a night? Well, he's in
5: bed at seven thirty p.m. Really? Yeah, bedtime is is then
3: so. (laughs) kariani standards
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: it's not on the schedule as well he doesn't tape him so
0: yeah <laughs> he's also missing
1: he's also missing every film he's ever made <laughs> maybe that's his idea all the premieres yeah,
2: yeah but there, there wasn't anything for like personal time was there any downtime yeah
5: there's there's t- he's scheduled in times with his families making uh meetings work calls and all of this stuff uh picking up his kids from school and stuff so fair yeah, play to him it's a, it's a it's one way of of living yeah. i
2: suppose but yeah i love how i'm sure on it like he's scheduled like a 10 minutes for a snack <laughs> it's like yeah he wouldn't remember otherwise <laughs> I,
5: I, I, actually snack is from 8 a.m to nine thirty a.m oh, sh- so it's a good hour and a half yeah, he's gone for that snack. <laughs>
4: like giant rice crispy cake. <laughs> yeah my main meal doesn't last that long <laughs> I
0: know.
5: well he has been working out a lot at that point so he probably needs a big snack
2: so uh, thank you very much for that, Alex. And finally, I wanted to talk about um, Todd Phillips, who is the director of The Hangover Films, who is also going to be directing the new Joker film, the standalone Joker film. And uh, Joaquin Phoenix is going to be playing the Joker. And he has just released the first image of the Joker, or you know Joaquin Phoenix playing the Joker. And Ozzy is going to include it as a little attachment on this file. Uh, so I, I shared it with you guys before. What, what do you think? I,
5: I liked it. I, I quite liked it. I know he looks, it's not what you're expecting. Gav, you said he looked like a geography teacher, right? Yeah. It,
2: it looks like somebody you'd meet at a farmer's market. Yeah,
5: but that's what I quite liked about it. Because I like Joaquin Phoenix. I trust that he's going to do something interesting with the Joker role. And I, I also think we're, we're quite used to seeing people, actors, painted up as the Joker. So I think the fact that he's not got the, you know, the, the green and the smile and the hair and all of that, I, I, I think it's more interesting. I'm, I'm, it's piqued my interest more than if he was just painted up.
3: Well, I think that... Isn't that because he hasn't actually become the Joker yet? He doesn't start as the Joker, does he? prequel.
2: Yeah, it's a supposed to be an origin film. And I think one of the greatest things about the Joker character is that nobody really knows about his origin. So the whole film itself... Is a bit of a I don't know slapping a face to fans of the Joker because well, it depends how they do it.
4: Yeah, but I mean coming, coming from Alex, the, the notorious lover of origin stories,
0: <laughs> 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 I
5: just really
4: like Joaquin Phoenix. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I'm
2: just a bit apprehensive because I don't think Todd Phillips has ever done a serious film. You know, he's known for and every DC film is shit. Let's be fair. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, yeah. They
3: can only I mean, can they go further down than no? It's true than the previous films. So maybe they can only go up from there.
2: Well, essentially, they'll be start from ground zero now with Henry Cavill <laughs> like, leaving, oh, right, potentially.
4: Yeah. Do you think he is leaving Superman? Mm, maybe. He's not he? Uh, You've got to get rid of him. There's room. I think it's he's well-liked
3: a... as Superman, to be honest, amongst like the DC fan base. But I, I think there's rumours that it's a bit of a uh, publicity stunt, kind of flying around. You reckon? Um, flying around, pun intended. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about, what about uh, Batfleck? is he supposed to be leaving as well? Uh he is definitely leaving apparently yeah, is because he? um the next Batman script is apparently being done uh but he isn't going to be in it or having any part of it.
2: Well, very interesting. <laughs> got
4: Batman written for his line and it's written, not Affleck. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> are, you,
4: are you sad to see the back of Affleck? To be fair. I
2: don't know thought... you seen Ben Affleck's back tatter. It's fucking mental,
0: honestly. <laughs> <laughs> I,
3: I, I thought he, he made an alright Batman. I just thought the whole script and films were shit. It would have been interesting to see him in a decent Batman film. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I read an
2: interview with John Hamm the other day talking about potentially getting a Yeah, role. even though no one offered him, he was I like, know. well, I'd quite like to do it. So. <laughs> <laughs> I might just start doing that as well, hopefully. Yeah. Something I would just say, I'd be a great Batman. That's right the there. Jack
1: Nicholson way of doing things, yeah.
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs> So thank you very much for that, everyone. Uh, and just before we move on, Alex, I think uh, it's, it's been a while, hasn't it? So, it has. Yeah, are you looking forward to uh, this?
5: Uh, yeah, come on, introduce me. Ba-ba-ba-ba.
2: So, Alex's film feels
5: good good to be back <laughs> my well it's the predator so i'm just taking inspiration from another classic film probably as good as the predator which is obviously alien versus predator isn't it gav would you agree probably <laughs> uh, of the same caliber anyway um so i'm just interested what do you find scarier the alien or the predator
2: Okay, scarier or, or which do you prefer? Uh, scarier. What so, makes you I'm, feel I'm just. Scared. I'm just saying hypothetically, if somebody here didn't have any emotions, and <laughs> 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 they weren't scared by films. Um, uh, yeah, I, I think I prefer Predator, to be honest. Interesting. Anybody? Why? Uh, you know, just, it's cool, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Shoot shit. <and> stuff. <laughs> no, I, I, well, I was going to say for a while, there was still that sort of bit of mystique around the predator not anymore uh, well uh, more more so than alien which mm. I think every single barrel has been scraped <laughs> to the point <laughs> That's that there's, there's nothing in it anymore so yeah yeah so I think with the predator the, there's still more I reckon that can be explored whereas with the alien I hope to god they don't explore any anymore <laughs> to be honest what about exploring them both together? Now that <laughs> is gold. AVP3. <laughs> if, if only, I mean, that had the potential of just being one of the greatest action sci-fi films of all time, I reckon. What, Alien vs. Predator? Yeah, you take two of the biggest... Those crossovers never work, I don't think, really. Like, Freddy vs. Jason. The comic was really good, to be honest. And, you know, uh, the game was really good as well. So they had material there to build a film on, but they just obviously chose to ignore it and fucked it up twice fucked it up big time twice yeah yeah, yeah. that second one was just awful i <laughs> know no. it was really really bad anyway, how many times have you watched it five <laughs> 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 don't don't ask me why it was always to prove a point i think <laughs> anyway right uh, so any, anybody else
1: uh, I'd As aliens, probably scarier than I, I think. Aliens, I, scarier. I feel I, this is probably me giving myself too much credit. I feel I could negotiate with the predator. <laughs>
5: <Okay>. <laughs> that is quite a lot of credit. Or to, at that's
1: least it. just throw away my gun, <laughs> okay. and then I'm safe. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so I feel like I could reason with predator, whereas the alien would, is yeah. is just going to tear you to shreds. It doesn't. It, it's a predator. If you look, you know what? They're, they're named wrong. It should be the other way around. Because the because the alien is just like
0: an a, actual predator. a carnal
1: predator. Whereas the other predator, as they point out in it's this film, an alien, is yeah. a sports hunter. It's just an alien. It should have been the other way around. I'm going to call it the other way around from now. On. It's like that's going to be confusing Dirdevil, for this episode. It, it yeah. is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah, um, I have okay. no
4: idea what the predator is. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, I don't even know why
4: we bothered. <laughs> yeah, you're you're really going to enjoy this episode, I think. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to tell you now. I would be more scared of an alien.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> bear in mind, you probably haven't seen Alien either.
4: You're all <laughs> thinking of an alien. <laughs> good, good guess, I have not seen Alien either.
2: <laughs> right, well, thank you very much for that, Ozzy, and thank you, everybody else. Uh, so, yeah, as I said earlier, uh, basically, this is Films on Trial. We take a film and we put it on trial. Now, usually, we pick our films out of the hat. However, this week, we've decided to go to the cinema and watch a current film, that being The Predator. All of the roles, however, have been randomized. So, in the role of defense and trying to get this film placed on the hit list, is going to be my good self in the role of prosecution and trying to get this film placed on the shirt list is alex in the roles of character witnesses and basically lending their genuine opinions about the films and trying to get it placed on either side of i'm just trying to drag this out a little bit so i can figure out who the other character witnesses but nobody's putting their hands up okay so it's joel and captain dave that means in the most important role this week is Austin. He's going to be playing the judge and he's going to listen to both arguments and decide which list the film should be placed on based solely on his opinion. He hasn't actually seen the film
4: so it is going to be based yeah. solely on his opinion. And also I've never seen any of the Predator films so this is going to be <laughs> to all make down or break, to the break, arguments.
2: Yeah. To or break. Yeah. Uh, just remember uh, what Brucey said about you the last time you judged one of his films. <laughs> <laughs> that was private. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> just to give our listeners a bit of an idea as to what this film is about we are going to read out the synopsis but first, we're going to spin the wheel of impressions. So basically, we're going to read out the synopsis of the film in the style of what?
4: Uh, who, who did the wheel fall on? I feel I, like it was a I, big I, drum roll. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. I'll tell you.
2: It lands on Brucey. <laughs> the, pre- the, the
4: Predator's talk. The
2: Predator. Does it talk? Um, no, well, it, it makes noise, yeah, yeah, so yeah, 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 okay, okay, yeah, okay, on. Okay, yeah. Alex, you got to read out the synopsis in the style of the predator, <laughs> what, like, in its own voice, or what? Yeah,
5: the fu- well, okay, <laughs> when a young boy, g- no, 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 can't do this, it's too odd. When a young boy accidentally triggers the universe's most lethal hunters, return to Earth. Only a ragtag crew of ex-soldiers and a disgruntled <laughs> science teacher can prevent the end of a human race. <laughs>
2: you sound like an old <laughs> drunk from a Charles Dickens <laughs>
5: What I was going
1: for. Uh, Ray Winston as the Predator would be brilliant.
5: <laughs> I would enjoy that. Also, can I say only a ragtag crew of ex-soldiers and a disgruntled science teacher can prevent <laughs> the end of the human race? Yeah, yeah. I'll b- I'll bring that up later. <laughs> <laughs>
2: But like that, no, no, no. I, I thought you were at least going to try and do like a or whatever it does. Well, you should have done. The wheel fell on me. <laughs> Don't question me. Okay, uh, Austin, would you like to please kick off proceedings? Yes.
4: Okay, guys. All right. So, you, who, what are the roles there? Sorry. So me, Gav's defence, and it's Almost like I just said well, it. Well, I, like- I know, yeah, I wasn't listening to you. Sorry, my name. Too, too busy reeling from the uh, the abuse that I've been getting from watching any films. So. I would like Gav to start first. I'd like to listen to the defense of this film.
2: Okay, okay, good stuff. Right, so the film starts with an alien spacecraft being piloted by a predator being chased and fired at. The vessel is damaged but manages to speed through a wormhole to evade capture before crashing on Earth. The crash is witnessed by a soldier on a black ops mission who takes some of the wreckage and later forwards it onto his address for leverage slash bargaining chips once he's inevitably picked up by the government. The predator survives the crash and tries to locate its tech whilst our hero and, as Alex said before, a motley crew of former soldiers must escape capture from the government, rescue his son, who is now in danger, and stop the predator at all costs. So... It sounds like it's a very frantic start, and the fact is, it is. Yeah, the pace of the film is relentless. It starts at rapid speed, and it doesn't let up for a significant amount of time. Instead of starting slowly with some establishing shots and dialogue, Shane Black decides to instead throw us straight in at the deep end. It's refreshing, it's bold, and it definitely helps give a sense of the adrenaline and the action that the characters are feeling themselves. The direction. As I said before, it's directed by Shane Black. It is absolutely superb throughout. And even when the shit hits the fan in the final third and a new, stronger, bigger Predator is introduced, Black doesn't wilt with the pressure. The dialogue throughout is absolutely spot on. It's the right brand of macho action lines from the first Predator and acid-tongued, rapid comedy that Black is renowned for. The score by Henry Jackman is very reflective of the film itself as it takes the original sort of militaristic uh, theme of the original and puts this fresh, exciting spin on it. Uh, one thing that I, you know that i don 't like is is massive like, overuse of CGI in films, and I will say that there are lots of CGI parts here. Uh, but the CGI is very impressive and it didn't take me away from the film at all. Uh, but what I thought was even more impressive was the use of practical effects. Now Shane Black said in an interview beforehand that he wants to go back to basics and he wants to go back to the original and create some sort of tangible effect. And he does that. And that's that scene more so with... I uh, <laughs> see Alex has just pissed himself laughing already here. But uh, th- th- that's seen by the actual predator himself and of course the death scenes as well the majority of the death scenes and the spacecrafts and um, and, and the predator and a lot of the explosions everything it's, it's done with tangible effects which is quite refreshing in a modern day blockbuster film. The decision to make this film an R rating as well by by Black it was actually really bold um, because they didn't know if they were going to get the audience to see it and you're so far actually you know they've proven that they have because it's actually the highest grossing film of the Predator series so far far. The R rating takes the film back to its roots. The action is visceral and the violence is absolutely shocking, something that hasn't been seen since the 1987 original. The film never takes itself too seriously, and where it lacks in quality, it makes up for with Predators ripping people's arms off. So, all in all, this is an absolutely triumphant return to the form of Predator, and I for one can't wait for the sequel.
4: Wow. That's the Predator
1: impression we wanted you to do.
4: (laughs) Well, there you go. So there's some very good points there. So um, great direction, it's, uh, adrenaline, fast-paced. It's um great score. It's essentially every every, every bit the action film that...
5: Take me off a uh, leash. Let
4: <laughs> Fire away. Uh,
5: I don't normally do this, but literally not one thing that Gav just said is true. Like, literally every single thing is just utterly utterly wrong and untrue I, I, I think done, Gav's pants are an actual fire hazard at this point <laughs> <laughs> just lie <liar>, and <liar>, pants <laughs> on fire like none of that was true it's uh, I, I just want to go through point by point like the way this film's open, opens, I just thought was just so, just shit. This film is incompetent in so many different ways. The main thing I just disagree with what Gav said is Shane Black decides to. There's not much decision making, I don't think, in this film. All the different building blocks of a film are just awful in this. Gav says this, the, the, the action starts relentlessly and keeps a pace. Just, the, the, that's a nice way of saying nothing's set up. There's no characters are set up. There's no setting. You don't know where the hell you are most of the time. There's no plot in this film. There's no good script. And it's just terribly directed. I'd honestly say, like, old fans will be disgusted when they go and see this film. They'll just get nothing new from it. And it's just like, like, it's like a TV movie if you've watched the old films and newcomers will just never watch The Predator again. It's just so awfully disappointing. You know, it starts off with this ship coming in. And I genuinely thought that maybe this was like a, um, I thought it was like a, a clever way of like bringing in like the Predator was a game because people know the Predators or something like this in this new world. I didn't actually think it was the beginning until about 10 minutes in when I realized, oh my God, this film has actually begun in this way. The, the film, it comes in, there's no tension at all. The Predator's ship just comes in. It's a terrible CGI ship of a sort you might have seen in like a 90s sci-fi, basically oh, like Fars- Farscape. Just a really bad ship, I thought. Um... And it just begins. It just starts. It just, there's no tension at all in it. The predator just crash lands. We see this main character. He's a soldier. Then he's running through a forest, but there's never a bit where you're like, what's going to happen next? There's no like slow build up where the predator's revealed. Nope. Boom. There's the predator. Uh, There's there's a bit where these colleagues are being hunted. It's not slowly done. It's, and I think it's because it's really cheap. I actually don't think a lot of money was spent in this film on the right things it's almost like they just had this one set and they just wanted to get these things done where like his colleagues are strung up by you know as in predator style strung up by a tree and then it just kind of goes on from there and the the plot just doesn't ever quite materialize it's got a really weird military tone running through this film which i'll probably go into a bit more later I, i just found the whole tone of it odd it's trying to be funny and failing miserably on so many different counts it it just it doesn't have a good script at all it's got some good actors but they're really 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 poorly used and one thing i've said was good was the cgi and the cgi in this film is just terrible i thought the ship's terrible the predator's really bad and they just don't do anything with it i I could just go on forever and ever about this film to be honest I, i i won't i'll just say like there's just no memorable bits you want gav saying about that vis- visceral predator action where people are getting their arms ripped off i didn't feel anything when those scenes were happening i didn't feel worried because there was no build-up to the predator The predator just jumps on the screen it's like oh there's a predator and he's just knifed someone there's this there's, there's there were opportunities to do something so there's a bit where two predators fight each other and you're like oh shit that would have been fun to see that would have been amazing to see But it just happens, there's no, it just goes on, they drive off and nothing, it's not tense at all, it's not built up to. There's a final bit in the final third when there's a hunt and you're like, finally this film's going to get going. Again, they just get hunted and people get shot and you don't really give a shit half the time. So this film is just, it doesn't have any, it doesn't have characterization. it doesn't have settings and it doesn't have a good pace. So just everything Gav said, I'm sorry, is just wrong.
4: Based on that, like, Gavin, I'm going to give you a little chance to, uh, to address a bit of the balance there. Okay. Was, uh... right, firstly, why would, you, why would you waste time establishing
2: who the Predator is when this is like the fifth film in the series? You know what I mean? We, we don't need that establishing shot at the beginning. We don't need to be like, this is the Predator, and this is what, is what he does. You, you
5: need a tense reveal of the predator. No, bit, I,
2: I disagree. I think I think we've had that. We've had tense reveals of the predator. You know, like the first film, the second film, even the Aliens versus Predators films. Like, you don't see the predator for a long time, and even when you do, initially, he's it, it, using its invisibility cloak or whatever it is. And cloak and builds- <laughs>
0: like Harry Potter, <laughs> like Harry Potter.
2: That, that builds tension. Though, it, it obviously but, killed no, no, him beforehand. The, yeah, but, no, but the thing is, is that like, so would you say that either of the Aliens versus Predator films were tense? Not, not really. No. So this does something. They, they, like, were, they, no, I'd
5: say sadly, they were more tense. No, no, than no, this.
2: But, no. But this is the thing. Shane Black knew that, like, kind of that was the old formula. Like the, the four films beforehand had just done the exact same thing over and over and over. So he did something different. Instead of doing the exact same formula, you know what? We're going to do something different. We're just going to start with a big action scene. We know who the predator is. Let's get him in there. Let's get him absolutely destroying people right from the get go. No,
5: th- this film felt very. Re-edited after they would shot it. There was clearly reshoots pumped in all the way through. Where this, I, like the, the scene in the bus where they're all talking to each other for, for the first time, it just goes on forever. There, there on were the lots of on the, the
3: train scene on the way to Hogwarts.
5: <laughs> 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 Which film are we talking about?
4: <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, and that's right, a we, film that we, I'd love to see: yeah, Harry <laughs> the predator. Predator. <laughs> uh, Okay, okay. Um, character witnesses, nice witness. uh, Dave. Can you lend a little bit of a uh, help here? All right, so zero tension lots of tension. Well, sorry. Zero tension, lots of action. Mhm. Do you need the tension is does, does it lack the uh, Well the both state's bus- not there but is it?
1: Neither relying related? on that point. Alex is right, there is zero tension. Uh Gav's right, there is plenty of action. <laughs> can't deny this film has got action coming and bursting at the seams with the stuff you know there are it's like every bit is an action set piece so there's very little time to build suspense there's no time to really build characters i have to say it is just get let's get to the next action set piece some of them are fairly spectacular i have to say but some of them are quite underwhelming for this day and age when it is essentially an action film they set out to make i think I'm, i'm siding with alex when it comes to cgi um most of it let's be fair it is a very cgi heavy film most of it was very good um but there were some really ropey bits and quite noticeably Ropey CGI moments, and in this day and age, I think if one you can rely on a predator movie to get one thing right, it should be the CGI. Which bits? Um, the bit where it's as it's towards the end when they're running away through the forest, and one of the soldiers gets whipped up into the trees by the predator, and they shine a light on it. And while well, he's taking this uh, soldier's throat out, and it is blatantly, it's like. PlayStation 3 graphics of the Predator basically growling at them. It's just, it's, pretty, not, it's not great. Pretty
4: good then, based on <laughs> yeah, my, it's, it's... I play with Sega Mega Drive, so... Uh...
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's fair. It's not it's like atrociously league. bad CGI, but it's not quite good enough for what I'd expect in this yeah. day and age. And I think Alex is right when he's, he's talking about the script. The script is pretty diabolical, to be honest with you. It's like someone just did a, a quick draft of it and they never went back to check it or rewrite it or spell check it or anything like that. Yeah. It's like yeah. there's this one line I was chuckling about, uh, to myself about with uh, when Jake Busey meets Olivia Munn's character for the first time. It's like, oh, it's a pleasure to meet you. I, I hear you wrote the book on evolutionary biology. And it's like, <laughs> does, he, does he think she's Charles Darwin? <laughs> that was a joke.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: and that's taking everything that's so good. literally. <laughs> and that's another thing. There is no humour. In this film, it tries. It really, do try try. Though, it? Yeah. it really does try, doesn't it? It really does try to be funny, um, but, but uh, a lot of that humour really does fall kay. flat.
2: I entirely disagree. I think well, this if, is actually what uh, the funniest film in the in the franchise. To be honest, I know that's not saying
4: much, but I thought it was laid with I jokes. D- let me uh, let me just call on the other character witness. There, the only other thing that we seem to disagree on here is um, Gav is a liar. <laughs> <laughs> um, How do you stand on that one, Joel? <laughs> um,
3: <laughs> you know, I think if there's one thing we can take from our lives is that gabby's a liar <laughs>
4: excellent <laughs> cheers for that guys All right, Thank, so thanks buddy <laughs> <laughs> so moving my on my word <laughs> um so let's go for the, uh, the the next side there so um alex um have you got a second point
5: i certainly do i just want to talk about the plot because it makes literally no sense and it, it, characters are just constantly doing things in this things in this film that just make absolutely no sense you know in the in the, uh, the synopsis it says a disgruntled science teacher Apparently, who knows who Olivia Munn's character is? I don't think she did. Because at one point she's a a science professor who's just called in for fuck knows what reason. She wrote the
1: book on evolutionary biology. Biology. (laughs) Sorry,
5: of course, yeah. She wrote the book on evolutionary biology. So she's shown, shown this alien. By the way, every time someone's introduced to the alien, even if it's like a suburban housewife, they very quickly just go, oh, right, yeah, there's aliens, and then just carry on with the plot. There's no sort of like moment of like, oh, the predators are kind of a scary thing. It's just like, no, yeah, the predator's here, let's just carry on. There's no oh shit, we should be scared. Just crack on. Um, Olivia Munn turns into this, she's a scientist, and then she's like, she hides from the predator. In a scene which I thought like, oh, here's a little bit of tension. She's actually hiding from this creature. And then she just starts chasing it. And you're just like, well, hang on a minute. She's a scientist or a science teacher, apparently. Who fucking knows? And then she just starts chasing it. And then she becomes a badass for literally no reason. At the end, she's taking on the predator and like kind of winning. No one does anything for any good reason. The weird um, little kooky gang that he gets together is like either terribly acted poorly written or just offensive there's thomas jane plays this guy with tourette's and it's just literally like tourette's is hilarious i I genuinely thought we'd gone past tourette's being a funny thing but apparently no they're still just cracking wise and making jokes out of tourette's like it's really quite offensive to anyone who's actually got tourette's or knows people who do i mean it it, is unbelievable that it's in the film um you know, so it's just completely predictable, the plot, as well. So it's kind of... It's this weird mix, as you're watching it, of confusing, and yet you sort of know the exact next thing that's coming, you know? So you know when you're introduced to this ragtag bunch of people where it spends ages, that's where I think there's a reshoot, where they just spent ages introducing them all and having these weird little comments about what they've done. Then... um there's just, you just know that these people are all going to die. And then in the third, final quarter of a the film, they just stop being offed. And, and, and they're offed within about, like, ten minutes of each other, like, if that, basically. They're all just taken out. And you know it's going to happen. You know at the end it's going to be the main guy and Olivia Munn just, just, you know, that that's how it's going to end. And then, you, and, and then you do. It's just totally predictable. The last thing I just want to say is this weird, like, kind of military tone that's put through it there's these odd there's two odd lines that i just need to mention for my own sanity that they did happen didn't they one where like the a mailman comes to the door and the uh son opens it and the mailman goes oh is your dad in and they have a little chat about it and he goes oh what does your dad do just like a nice guy what what's your dad do and he goes my dad kills people and he goes the mailman is obviously kind of like okay that's odd but he doesn't say anything and then the kid says my dad kills people so you can be a mailman and you just oh, you, you know when you like is that meant to be funny? Is that what the fuck was that? You know, like even ten minutes later, you are just like did that happen? And then there's a bit where the wife Sarah Chalk I think is faced is um, what's her name
1: Ivan Strakovsky. Oh shit, <laughs>
5: you, who who's Sarah? Ch- oh, she's off uh, school <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Ivan no, that. from
1: Dexter. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah.
5: And- Sure. Uh, she's forced into defending her husband, and to show how good the husband is, she just reels off how like his killing statistics. Basically, he's killed 13 people. Like we're meant to salute the flag because he's killed so many people. Just, just really weird bits all of the way through it, and not funny. That sorry, sorry the man. very last thing, just not funny. Trying to be funny. There's an. Like, there's just an inexplicable bit where we did turn to each other in the cinema and just go, what the fuck was that? About a third of the way through the film, he, like, he ingests, he, like, he swallows the invisibility ball. Fuck knows why again. (laughs) But he decides to do it, maybe because he's being chased by the military, or blah, 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 blah. And then you sort of forget about it. You're obviously thinking, well, that's got to come into play later on. And then later on in the film, there's this bit where he's just talking to her and they're like, how are we going to sneak up on the Predator or something like that? He just does a little aside to the camera. And then the next minute you just hear a flush and he's coming out of a toilet. But I didn't get get it. And I was just like, because I'd sort of forgotten about the ball thing because it had been so long ago. I was just like, did we just watch a a character just basically take a shit break halfway through the action? Like, I, I had to ask someone next to me to say, like, what the fuck was that? It just maybe it would have been. I'm not saying it could have been funny. Another missed opportunity that this film it's just where, you know if they'd maybe spent a little bit of time, if they'd done it better, it could have been funny. They had good cast. They had key. You know, would have been really good. Wasn't missed opportunity. Huge.
4: Okay, well that was. I don't know whether that was a prosecution or a defence. Yeah, I've got a strong female character. Let's halt her own against the Predators towards the end of the film. Forward thinking. That's d- the d- only film I've ever heard of. I'm sure this is the only film we've had on trial where someone's actually been to the toilet on screen. So. Yeah, but this
2: yes. is. I disagree with Alex. <laughs> I think it has been very, very harsh on it. I actually thought that bit was funny. I mean, I, I, I said to him at the end, how often do you see in a film where somebody like actually goes to the toilet? I thought it was like the, 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 the way it was done as well. As Alex has said, you've got this really tense bit, and like, how are we going to stop the and then his stomach rumbles, and he's like, "Oh!" <laughs> you know, like, and I thought that was funny, you know, just like kind of you got this really tense bit, just like, "Hang on, guys, pause it for a sec. I need to take a shit." You know, and I, I thought that was funny. I'm like, I, I, like "It could have been." Oh, I, 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 I think Alex is just a bit too stoic, to be honest. I, I, I thought that it was it was very funny throughout. I thought, like, that Shane Black, if there's one thing that he can do well, uh, well, it's it's write funny dialogue, and he does that throughout here. I I, I was I was going to kind of just go over the characters a little bit i will point out that bit that brucey says about the mailman as well the mailman's a little bit of a dick to the kid and that's where the kid is like oh yeah the mailman says like a snarky comment about oh your dad never pays his uh, po box fees so i've got to you know come all the way down here to give you all this mail and the kid says like oh yeah well my dad kills people so you can be a mailman or whatever
5: does that by that logic if a dad killed more people could he be
2: like a doctor (laughs) (laughs) no but the dad kills the guy who used to be the mailman so (laughs) so okay so I just want to talk about the cast and characters in more detail Uh, first off uh, we've got uh, Boyd Holbrook he plays the embattled grizzled merc perfectly not since Arnie have we actually seen this quality level of protagonist who is feasibly able to go toe to toe with the predator whether he is spitting action hero lines like a badass or bonding with his son he never looks out of place Actually Brucey's just shaking his head so much yeah. it looks like it's gonna fall I'm off just, to be honest.
5: I'm just looking at you. I think you're shaking your head at yourself, guys.
2: <laughs> Anyway, Olivia Munn, as as Alex said before, expert biologist who is a badass with a rifle as well. Munn revels in this performance. She's equally adept at playing knowledgeably insightful and ruthlessly tough. She knows that this is a fun popcorn blockbuster, and she doesn't hold anything back. You know, the, 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 Alex said she didn't know who her character was. I think she's absolutely having the time of her life here. She knows that she can go absolutely 100 miles per hour at this, and, you know, she just gives absolutely everything, and it is a, and it's a pleasure to stay, to be honest. Um, Levant Rhodes, uh, he follows up his tender and layered performance in Moonlight with this charismatic and no-nonsense portrayal of a washed-up merc. His chemistry with Holbrook is absolutely brilliant in this, to be honest, and his performance is absolutely tough and believable. Then we've got Jean- Jacob Tremblay; he gives this really subtle and nuanced performance as of, uh, of a child suffering with the Spurges And I thought that that was actually quite good the way it was uh, put into the film, because it, it wasn't just all action. We had these like sort of lighthearted tender moments as well. Uh, Alex, sorry, I can see you putting your hands up there.
5: Can I, do you mind me jumping in? No, go, go for it. It's not, it's really not. I was talking about Tourette's, I knew I'd forgotten oh, yeah. something. This portrayal of Asperger's is, is not good at all. And it's sort of, it really isn't. It's it, it shows him like putting chess pieces on. It's all a sort of like the stereotypes of yeah. savants with Asperger's without any of the other things. It, it's like he's a bit odd. But okay, it doesn't go... Yeah, it's right. not an actual portrayal of what a kid with Asperger's syndrome well, I think is like he, at he, all. As a
2: child, I think he does her incredibly good performance, to be honest. being someone who... Well, it's not Asperger's syndrome, he's... Anyway, so we've got Sterling K. Brown. I absolutely love Sterling K. Brown to be honest, and he did not disappoint here uh, as the big bad guy. He was so definitely went from being charismatic and lighthearted to vindictive and evil. His performance was really layered, and his rivalry with Holbrook was absolutely captivating to be honest. And Alex mentioned about no comedy. I, I would definitely disagree with that. Keegan Michael Key and Thomas Jane. I thought they were absolutely hilarious throughout. But like the lines that they gave to each other, you know, when they were insulting each other and trying to make each other angry, sort of like lighthearted riffs really really funny but they also had some of the lighter more heartfelt moments as well and um, key provided most of the memorable lines reflective of black's well-written script and jane believably portrayed somebody with uh, with tourette's now alex was saying that he thought that this was a bit of a slap in the face but i actually have done some reading up on this and uh, shane black himself does actually suffer from tourette's and he wrote the character Um, to be to reflect his actual condition so you were saying that it's not believable no no i I said it's offensive (laughs) (laughs) he's he's uh, he's sending himself up then he's sending himself up yeah well um, and everyone
5: else with Tourette's
2: (laughs) but also uh, like a romance between those two characters was hinted and confirmed later on Uh, and i thought that that was actually quite refreshing to see to like macho um grizzled war vets Uh, you know, ordinarily would just be like sort of those generic sort of formulaic bad, you know, like, well, we must kill people because that's what we do. But they were actually quite tender and they had, um, their death scene was actually really touching. Um, But the thing is, the characters don't get a lot of development, but neither did many of the characters in the original film or the second one or the other ones in the the series. Black knows what made the Predator so popular because he was in it. And here he replicates that. So, What he does is he just puts more uh, scenes involving the Predator in, uh, who looks absolutely fantastic. There's more violence, there's more destruction, there's more explosions, and there's more hunting as well, as Alex said uh, 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 before. He takes absolutely everything that was great about the first film and he amplifies it. uh, Do you think it's better than the the Predator? No, No, I said... The
4: first one. No, 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 I I didn't say that, Alex. He actually said it's the best film since the first one. (laughs) Okay, fair enough. Uh, Someone was listening. Clarified. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, that's uh, that's actually really. Uh, I think it's pretty useful. I, um, I'm going to let you have a quick comeback there because there were quite a lot of points that were raised, which um, which were I, uh... in complete contrast to yours and a few new ones. But if you, it's hard to know where to
5: start. But I, ju- I just want to say the the script is just terrible, and and that's where the film, all the comedy falls down because the script is just awful. The the plot's terrible, and I, I just you know the the kid with Asperger's is done badly. Yeah. The, the Tourette's is offensive, and Olivia Munn isn't having fun. She just doesn't have direction. There's no direction. There's no decisions going on here. It's a bit of a cash grab film. It should, it's like a TV. It's like yeah. a TV movie. Okay. It's not, okay. Like a
4: cash grab. Well, all right then. I've got two two questions here, and um, going over to you, Dave. Right. Mm-hmm. The Tourette's section. Yeah. Offensive or just about on the right side of the line?
1: Um, <clears throat> at times, a little offensive for my taste. I don't think Thomas Jane necessarily does a bad performance. It's just a, a horrendous character to try and get behind, to be honest with yeah. you. He's, he's got nothing to work with in the script apart from become a caricature yeah. of someone who, who has Tourette's. And it just, yeah, it didn't work for me, to be honest with you. I don't know what Shane Black yeah. was trying to achieve by putting that in there. Um, yeah, these characters. <sighs> I wouldn't say they're well-written, to be honest with you, and I wouldn't say... that. I, I don't think the it's the actor's fault. I think I like Olivia Munn.
4: Is this, is this all, all the characters, or just the all main the characters, characters? All okay.
1: the characters, I'd say, are not particularly well-written. I'd, I wouldn't say it's the actor's fault. I, I agree with Gav that Jacob Tremblay tries his best with what he's got to work with, but the kid's got nothing to work with. And I'd say Olivia Munn tries the same thing. Boyd Holbrook. I think the cast are good, insofar as they're good actors and the good ensemble <laughs> actors, but the, what they're working with just isn't there. And I've got to say about the characters, I love this bit at the end where after many of his team have died, he's got, like, a handkerchief of, like, a little token from each of them. It's like, remember this little statuette that he used to have, this playing card? And it's just, I was sat there, and I turned to Dave, and I was like, I don't remember them holding any of these things at any point <laughs> during that. the
5: well, he would only known them for a good four hours yeah. as well, you know. And someone
1: else content. pointed out, it's like, where did they get these items from? Did he have his son go around, basically, <laughs> <like, don't laughs> robbing
4: The dead things. bodies. <laughs> uh, okay, well, I'm not going to lie, right? This is, um it's actually tough i think maybe it would have been easier if i was more aware of the predator film so let's do a closing statement maybe you'll just summarize your arguments give us some new stuff um and let's see how we go um defense first
2: okay Uh, now the overall plot may not be gold um and the characters may be a bit one-dimensional at times but this film has tremendous heart it's not a cash grab, as Alex said before. It's a passion project of Shane Black, and you can see the passion that's gone into it. It never tries to pretend to be something that it isn't. It's big, dumb, fun, with explosions and gore, but with the added touch of being written and directed by one of the leading writers and directors working in Hollywood today. Although it will never be as good as the original film, it has deservedly done enough to be a close second.
4: Oh, wow. You still had a good 15 to 20 seconds. Well, i time right? because I
2: didn't see the timer.
5: No, no <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yep. Uh, I'll go. This film doesn't have any of the... <laughs> 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 Too bad, Guys, so um, I'm going to put it straight away <laughs> oh, on. Hit come less. on, guys. <laughs> go on, let's go again. All,
4: All right. right, you've got 57 seconds left. Go.
5: <laughs> right. This film just doesn't have any of the basic building blocks that just make a decent film. It didn't need to be, this film didn't need to be an amazing, astonishing, new way of looking at it. It just needed to be a basically good action film and it fails on every single count. There's no tension. There's no big reveal of characters. It's not interesting. I was just bored. Honestly, if it hadn't been doing it for the, for the podcast, I'd have probably left halfway through. There's no good plots. There's no good setting. Uh, the, the humor is offensive at best, flat, uh, no, sorry, flat at best, and just offensive at worst, uh, and just the action in this film is boring. So everything about it is boring, boring, boring. Everyone will hate this film. No one <laughs> likes this film. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> okay, but um, well, I mean, now it's a pretty passionate, um, <laughs> passionate <laughs> prosecution. To be fair, um, Joel. Uh, do you have a quiz ready just to uh, give I me a bit do. of time to think about this?
3: And it's a really fun quiz this week. Uh,
4: definitely. <laughs> if I do say so, myself. <laughs> it's, it's, it's probably the best quiz we've had for two weeks.
3: <laughs> so, as normal with my quizzes, uh, the fun is split into two parts. And we're going to start off with the ten deadliest action stars. So you've got to give me basically the ten deadliest action stars. So I'll We'll do like a point system. Whoever gets them um, is going to get a point. But if you name anybody in the top twenty, I'll also give you half a point. So I'm going to discount one straight away. Who is the old old. star of Predator? <laughs> who is Arnie? Who he comes in at number four. So uh, but when you say deadly, do you mean uh, what, what do you the, mean? The highest kill count. Okay. So the actors or actresses with the highest kill count. So Arnie comes in at number four, eight hundred and forty-two kills. We'll go.
4: Uh, is it- ladies first, so Alex. Hey. Is it just kills or is it like kills, kills. Peep- of kills. people or of just <laughs> things? Uh, <laughs> 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 people have destroyed plants and stuff.
0: <laughs> yeah, so we're not
3: counting, you know, somebody like Thanos who's just wiped yeah, out sure. half of the human race yeah, yeah. type of thing. So I'm going to go with Bruce Willis from uh, Day Hard uh, Five. Bruce Willis is 18th, so you can have half a point for oh, that. Oh, shit. I'll go with Sylvester Stallone. Um, you get one full point for that. He is da, 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 number six, 786 kills.
1: <sighs> um, I'm going to go with Liam Neeson. Uh, Liam
3: Neeson is not there, I'm afraid. No. He, he's, he's, he only kills a few, but he kills them terribly. <laughs> 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 that's, that's the charm. <laughs> did did Bert
2: Reynolds kill anyone?
3: <laughs> <laughs> You've gone for the heartstrings there. Unfortunately, you <laughs> probably did kill a few people, but certainly not enough to appear on this. You he, he
2: wrecked a whole number of cars there. <laughs> <thing. laughs> uh, back to you, Alex. Um, shit, uh,
3: Dolph Rungen. Dolph is number three, nine hundred and
1: nineteen. Wow, wow. uh, Chuck
3: Norris. Uh, Chuck Norris is up there. He is eleventh with four
1: hundred and fifty-eight. Wow. Uh, Say so Van Damme.
3: Uh, Van Damme is just behind Chuck, 12,457.
4: Um, there's got to be some women in there. Uh, there is.
3: Uh, I'll give you a clue. First place
4: is a woman. Oh, really? Oh. Still not I good. <laughs> 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 right, I'll,
3: I'll hand some clues out here. So um, one of them is a very uh, kind of infamous actor who is... Um, very, very fond of Dave, and Dave is very fond of him. Uh, Oliver Reed. No, no, I'm not that Nicholas fond. Cage. Nicholas Cage. <laughs> Nicholas Cage. Oh wow! I was going to. Th- I Where was thinking he? Nicholas Cage. Nicholas <laughs> Cage is number ten with 571 kills. What about, so I was th- going to say Steven Seagal. Oh yeah, Seagal is not in the top twenty. Unfortunately, really. Shit. What about um, Uma Thurman? Uma Thurman isn't in the top twenty, but your boy is in the top twenty. My boy. Yeah, the rock. the rock, The Rock, Dwayne Johnson <laughs> yeah. is 16th with 349. Who <laughs> did he kill? Oh, Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel is not not there. You guys are pretty shit at this quiz. Yeah, yeah when the rock uh,
2: You know, can we, we move on to part two? <laughs> right. Sean Connery. Who's who who number one? Sorry. So we'll start off.
3: Miller, Joe Oh, okay. Uh, oh, number oh, one. Um, Jet Li number two. They were two. already
2: dead when she killed them. <laughs> Jet Li number
3: two. Dolph. Then Arnie. Chow Yun Fat. Sylvester Stallone. The Steiff. Kevin Costner, wow, Wesley good. Snipes, and Nick Cage. Kevin Costner. They make up the top play? ten. Um, so the next just, part of the quiz just
4: is hold on in yeah. Prince of Thieves. He,
2: just... he was responsible for the disease in the Postman. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's just take it like a, a
2: good few billion for that,
3: <laughs> <laughs> and the flooding in Waterworld. Yeah. <laughs> so considering uh, we're on the Predators, this is based on famous movie Predators. So the first one is on Halloween, Just. and in which, uh, sorry, Lindsay, the character in the original horror movie of Halloween, is watching which horror film, and none of you will probably get it, apart from maybe Gav, oh, and if you so think, long. who directs it, and what other films, Is it the directed? thing for, uh, from outer space? It is, it's, well, The Thing an, from Another Planet, yeah. The Thing from Another Planet, 1951, yeah. um, oh, Eat so, that! <laughs> so, another famous movie predator, is Jaws, of, sorry, one of the mechanical sharks in Jaws sank and broke and was nicknamed the Great White Turd. Is this true or false? True. True.
1: true. I thought they named him Bruce. All
3: right. So are you going <laughs> with false or true? I'm
1: going with false. <laughs> it, it is
3: true. They named him the Great White Turd. So uh, the next one is based on Alien. And to the nearest minute, how much screen time does the Xenomorph actually get in the original film? Four. 13. 11. So Alex has gone four. What are you going with, Dave? Eight. Eight. It was four, Alex. Well done. Well, well done. Um, Okay, so here's a bit of uh, dinosaur knowledge. What does the name of Velociraptor actually mean? Is it quick lizard, killer bird, swift robber, or sharp
4: predator? Swift robber.
3: (laughs) What are you going with? Yeah, killer bird.
4: Yeah, killer bird. It's got to be fast, something, isn't it? What's the first one? Fast, fast, quick, quick
3: lizard, lizard, quick lizard. Bird, swift robber, sharp predator. It's it is swift robber.
4: <laughs>
2: i just thinking, there's no way that Joel would have come up with swift robber. That's a good point. Okay,
3: so the fact, fi- the final, uh, the f- the final question here. Anna- like his nickname.
4: <laughs> it's just DJ pseudonym. Swift Robber. <laughs>
3: Anacondas are found where? <laughs> you only have to give me one single place and they're found in multiple different um, places. Peru. Uh Peru is one of them. Well done. Brazil.
2: Brazil is one of them anywhere in south america essentially
3: (laughs) that's cheating cheating and you've just forfeited all your quiz (laughs) (laughs) points ecuador (laughs) okay so we'll leave it there so uh, (laughs) brucey you actually won this quiz so well done gaff came last with zero points (laughs) (laughs)
4: Uh, But, but on the flip side Gav, you've got... No. Um, Genuinely, I found that um, probably harder than I should have done, I guess, if, um, uh, if I knew more about The Predator. I could sort of read the room a little bit, and from the arguments, I kind of felt as though there was a hell of a lot more passion coming from the prosecution... Standard defense doesn't mean that it's true, though. No, that's that's you like know he hates most films. Well, I mean, I'm, I've factored but, that in. I, I don't, <laughs> don't get me wrong, I've factored clock. that in. A broken
5: clock is right twice a day.
0: <laughs> say.
3: Yeah. So, um, what if it just the hands don't move at all? Oh,
4: shit. I'd I What mean... if <laughs> <laughs> it's digital? <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> he's fucked in- himself here hasn't he <laughs> <laughs> but um, genuinely it sounds as though the film is uh, is, is action heavy, it, it is probably a fun night out it's, it, it feels as though something you could go and watch with a few mates on a Friday night have a good drink and enjoy it But I don't think that makes it a hit I think we've got a few films on the list where we've had the same uh, sort of arguments going across and I feel as though this is going on the shit list <laughs>
5: Hooray! Thanks, uh, thanks, man. I needed that.
2: <laughs> Thank you very much, Aussie. Okay, so uh, time for some genuine opinions. Alex, what was your genuine opinion? Well, the same as yours. Gav. I hated it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Alex. Uh, Tell the truth that I absolutely hated it. <laughs> it was oh, it was a bad, bad film. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I agree with most of what Alex said. To be honest, um, in fact, no, all of it. <laughs> but, uh,
4: I, th- I think the only thing you could have done is probably add more. I would imagine. Was it? Was it worth the £5 no, cinema it's really, ticket? It's, it's oh, really boring. Oh, is it? Mm. It's not even it's really an action. boring, nah. oh, So you really are a liar? Yeah, I am. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> A
5: massive, was, massive like... To be honest, that's why I just could not stop looking at Gav while he was like quite convincingly saying about <laughs> the script just like, who are you? How I, long have I, I known you?
2: I mean, yeah, because they did have some tremendous actors in there to be honest who just, oh, I just don't think they had much to work with. Yeah,
5: okay. I, it's one of those films where it's actually damaged those actors. Sterling K. Brown I really liked. I like him less after watching yeah. this. Who's
2: the guy who plays the main one he's in Narcos? Boyz
5: Holber. Yeah, I just, I, I hated him in this film. Yeah, I really I, didn't I, think well, he was once
2: good. Again, I just don't understand why there couldn't have been another female in in the mm. film there was there was there was, well, there was well there was two actually there was his wife who got very little screen time but why did all the mercenaries have to be uh, yeah. grizzled lads you know like, like
5: I just cannot believe Shane Black made this film. I don't know what went on there.
2: Something massive went on behind the scenes. It's just a big, big turd that just wouldn't flush. Straight white (laughs) turd. Apparently, um, apparently the ending was originally different in his script. So he'd written that uh, Boyd Holbrook's character and Jacob Tremblay were out in the forest and they were like, oh, that's it, son, we've killed the predator. And then a chopper lands and then out of the chopper comes Arnold Schwarzenegger his character Dutch from the first film and he says come on you've got to come with me now get to the chopper and then they, and then they all get into the chopper and they, they go um, but apparently Arnie turned it down because he wanted a more substantial role and he didn't understand the cameo <laughs>
4: So, yes. <laughs> wow! He screwed the yeah. fans there, but Blame to be honest, <laughs> he, he probably he's, did he's the right said, thing. Dodged a bullet, yeah. Fair
2: enough. Anyway, so just before we uh, close this one off, it's time for a little caption contest. So I've taken a screenshot of the film and I've asked all of our friends and followers on Twitter to provide a caption, and the winner will win a nice chocolatey frog-shaped treat. So. Without further hesitation, it is the scene where the Predator grabs Boyd Holbrook's character, I can't even remember what his name was, Soldier Man, and he's got him by the throat and he's holding him up against a school wall. And I've basically asked all of our friends and followers. And here we go, you guys. Just got to pick the best one. First off with, I told you, they're not fucking extensions. <laughs> 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 uh, number two.
4: So I'm, just so that you can see that I'm laughing at I'm aware that he looks like he's got dreadlocks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> I did share so it. Did yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. It.
2: Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. number two. What the fuck did you say about my dreads? uh number three okay i'm sorry for accusing you of cultural appropriation dreadlocks are fine for alien beings (laughs) uh next one i ain't no officer or gentleman but i'm gonna lift you up where you belong (laughs) Uh, next one is um where's my money uh next up you better not have voted for trump Uh, uh, next one geez all i said was whoever smelt it dealt it um uh, next one is who ate my chocolate? Uh, we've got another one lay off my arc was done after season two of narcos (laughs) Uh, people were very confused with sire's new music video Um, the guy in that predator suit is like humongous bro uh, uh, next one you can't have my cornbread Alex don't ask again you got me
4: <laughs> I'm not sure I get that but um, I'll, I'll, 10 uh, out of 10 for effort here we go
2: uh, call me an ugly motherfucker one more time
4: <laughs>
2: next one what did you say about my mama then we've got um, do you think you could learn to love me <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, we've also got stick around you don't want to miss the box office numbers <laughs> I'm sorry, but when you hear the word predator, you're not what I expected. (laughs) Um, Where's the one they call Dutch? Hold on, there's a fly on your forehead. Well, that's very uncomfortable. Oh my word, there's so many here. (laughs) Uh, uh, Why did you say that name? I don't know what that means. And I want my $2 back.
4: (laughs) So I'm torn between... um... Lift me up. Uh, I like the officer in uh, uh, one. one was clever. And I do like. One that we do you think left, you could
1: ever know? love me? <laughs> yeah, do you think you could ever love yeah, me? Yeah, like between the too. two,
0: like they, were, they were good.
1: Okay. They were uh, my favourite by
2: a long way. The, um, the, the love me one, I like that one. Right. Okay, so you picked the one that it can't locate. Uh, <laughs> so, okay, right. Oh, so, well done to uh, our, our good friends, uh, Real Happy Horror Podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah, so, uh, oh, yeah. so, yeah, you've just won yourself a lovely Fredo. <laughs> so um, now before we call it a day we have actually um, this, well usually we pull a film out of the hat but we are deciding for our next bonus episode we're going to do another current film and we've decided that we're going to go and see Venom oh Okay. Yeah, you, you didn't remember, did you? No,
1: I didn't. Essentially. <laughs> I
2: feel essentially, like we should be more excited when we say <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we oh. should be excited. Oh, is that what oh we're going to see Oh, Welcome. Right. Yeah, so essentially, we take all the films that are coming out in a month and we uh, decide which one yeah. we're going to go and see or we'll randomize it. So we've picked out the roles at uh, random. In prosecution, it's going to be Alex again. In defense, it's going to be Joel. Uh, judge is going to be dave so that means character witnesses are going to be myself and austin and um, so just to say thank you very much to everybody who's listened to this episode and if you want to catch any future episodes you can do so on any podcast platform or on our website filmsontrail.co.uk why not check us out on twitter you can recommend a film for us to put in the hat and we will get around to reviewing it uh, also, while you're on Twitter, why not check out our good friends and collaborators, Austin Ray and Winston Sang, our music producer and graphic artist, respectively, at Ozzy Ray and at The Underscore Quirks. Also, check us out on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram, Films on Trial. So, The Predator is on the hit list, rightfully. <laughs> I mean, shit list. <laughs> <laughs> rightfully. <Nice> try. <laughs> and we will be in your ears for our next bonus episode, Venom, in October. Thank you very much, guys. Goodbye. <laughs>